You are listening to an exclusive on PodHub Network. Your city, your podcast. To the delight of this crowd, McClendon marches down the dugout steps with first base. McCutcheon's throw. The runner breaks to the plate. Here's the throw. You are listening to the North Shore Nine podcast. Follow them on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Also, make sure to watch NS9 Live every Thursday on Twitch and help support by becoming a patron. Let's go, Bucks! Yo, yo, yo! Welcome to NS9 Live. I'm your host, Anthony DiNardo. With me, we have Tyler and Jim. Everybody, what's up? Pirates win. I got a Pirates jersey on. I'm feeling, feeling frivolous tonight. Got me a Pirates hoodie on. <laughs> got a Pirates shirt on and a hat. There we go. We're, we're, we're feeling the love tonight. How about that? So what is up, everyone? Hey, 1-1 one, one close to 61, baby. <laughs> what is the pace at right now? I don't know. I was just trying to think in my head right now. Yeah, is I that, like, like, Is that, that good, quickly. bad? How's this win translate? Hey, every win is closer. It's all that matters. I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't know the record. <laughs> what even is the record? I just put it up. They're, I put it up correctly as well. On pace right now for 62 wins. Okay. Let's go. Okay. Optimism right here, Donardo. We're we're too we're too pessimistic, Tyler. We said 61. What's wrong with us? And let's just remember. There's a certain player back that's going to be worth like five wins himself. So, at least, and that's starting from today. Yeah, that's at least. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Hayes is back, looking good as hell. I don't know what to make of this. Like he is just good. Yeah, <laughs> I know it's just one game. It's the second <laughs> it's... game of the season, basically for him, but. You would expect the injury he had to come back and like, okay, give him some time, but nope. No, and he He, looks comfortable, which is nice. He is truly, and like, I mean, it was actually, I think it was DK who said it tonight during the game, but like, he's truly an impact player. Like, he impacted today's game in so many different ways. Like, I mean, if, if he's not playing, Matt, and it was a five to three win, and he didn't really have any, you know, he didn't drive in any runs or anything like that. But did the Pirates win without him? No. <laughs> yeah, probably the not. The Pirates like, are <laughs> two and oh on this season with Cabrian Hayes in the lineup. Yeah, That's like, on pace for 162 wins. It's one of those things where, like, not only did he have a good game on the, the box score, right? Two for four with a triple, but like, he did so many other things that don't show up in the box score that made a huge impact to the game. And like, he was, he was a big reason why the pirates won this game and and a really big reason why this game was a fun game to watch. So if there's anything to take from this, it's like, okay, this team can hopefully now be fun again um, for, for hopefully the rest of the season. Cause he definitely is um, he's special. I just had a random thought the way it's looking at the, at this point, the Pirates might have one of the best top three players in their lineup in baseball. The rest of them are just so bad. 
when you go Frazier, Hayes, and Reynolds. I mean, that's that's yeah. very that very competes true. that competes with the top of baseball. I mean, before the they're all playing, before Hayes came back, Donardo, we talked about it uh, yesterday. I mean, Reynolds and Frazier are both up there in the top twenty-five in WAR and weighted runs created plus. So, like from an offensive standpoint. Yeah, I mean those top three now. <laughs> it's it's not bad, right? No, that's the thing. Like all all the Pirates have had this year, it seems like is Adam Frazier and Brian Reynolds, and that's it. And you know, like Jim's joked about it before. We talked a little bit more on Starbucks this week too. You know how how good they are and how pathetic this lineup is. Just shows like how pathetic the rest of the team really has been. So like now, could Brian Hayes in the lineup? And I know like it's it's his rookie season. You know, he had like just what the few like 19, whatever games it was last year. Now it's two games this year. But like in this time span, we've seen Cabrian Hayes. He does like he actually does look like a special player. I'm not trying to come out here and like with just like short sample size and recently biased like all this. Like he looks like a different player coming from like when he was coming from the minors and such. Like everything about his game, like, he does look special. So now him in the lineup, Colin Moran hit a home run today in Indy, you know, and actually he drove in thrill up Evans so like the both of them are actually coming up here soon you know right like the games are about to become fun again watchable. to an extent yeah that's better watchable <laughs> yeah and I mean, as as a chat here also we're talking about players uh stallings too stallings yes i mean i want to say he's up there as far as mlb the way reynolds and frazier is but like especially in his position and how well he's played overall stallings is definitely up there also I mean, you don't really need to say more about Cabrian Hayes other than he took a curveball in on the hands, basically missed it, somehow still got the barrel there and hit it off the right field fence. That's an incredibly hard thing to do. Yeah. Like, just it's all smiles with him. Like, all you can do is smile knowing that Cabrian Hayes is a Pittsburgh Pirate for foreseeably quite some time. Not eight years, $100 million worth of time, presumably, but <laughs> at least for maybe six, <laughs> five. And like, I mean, five. even, in, and then in the field too, I mean, that, that play uh-huh. he made in the, that was the seventh inning. Um, yeah, I think with yeah. runners on second and third, two outs. I mean, most, I guess most third baseman, that is a single in the left field and it's two runs scored. Um, but he he was able to cut it off, dove to his left, got up, made the play. Um, just an, an unreal play in a great situation. And then the very next inning, um, Marte, just with a blister down the left field line, Hayes somehow just reacts and, and gets to it. So, no, it was, it, was, it was a fun game to watch. He... I, don't know, I I feel like I was kind of like all in in spring training where I was like, all right, this dude's this dude's good, and and he has not done anything to disappoint me. He is living up to the expectations, and uh, I, I know it's literally three games. And, and that's like it, right, like it's you <laughs> know, like, like but it's but it's we haven't gotten much like since spring training, really. But 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 it's one of those things where like it's not just like the it's, it's not just like one thing like he's doing just everything different. good and he just he looks like he just belongs he looks like he's better than everybody else on the field 
He makes everything look so easy, especially when he's playing at third base. He's just that's effortless over there. The key. Like, that's the big thing, too. I mean, he does. What's funny is you're talking about those plays, Jim, and it is incredible, but he doesn't even make them, like, look incredible. They Like, Cabrian Hayes pretty much makes those look routine. He's just that yeah. good, you know? I mean, obviously, like, you get the plays like we saw in Indy this week where he was running and he caught the you know, the one ball over his head, I believe, you know, in outfield foul territory. Like, he makes the incredible plays. But the thing is, he makes all the hard plays look routine and easy as well. That for, like, the most casual type of fan, like, they might have looked at and said, okay, you know, no big deal. Because that's, that's what Cabrian Hayes presents. Like, that's how good he is. And we know the defense is there. That's definitely still there. It's always going to be there. But right, like just offensively as well. I mean, I'm I'm one over. You know, like everything he's shown to this point, whether it was the act, the few games last year, the spring training this year, and of course now the few major league games we've seen in the season. Like it just it is. It's it's different. He's different. He's so good at third base that I actually thought he should have made the play at one point when. Uh, Hernandez was running home on a dribbler, which nobody makes that play. <laughs> no, but I, in my mind, I was like, "Oh, he's got that. He's got it." <laughs> and then I had to rethink it and go, "No, nobody's going to make that play." <sighs> yeah. So yeah, I guess we should bring it up. the 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 Pirates do win, as we mentioned. They beat the Marlins five to three. Jacob Stallings comes through in the clutch. Bases loaded. So Reynolds gets walked. Polanco gets up to bat. He battles through. It's a, I mean, uh, this is the point we're at with Polanco. We're impressed that he got a walk. Not a hit, right? Like not, he didn't strike out. That's how happy we are. He, he walked, but he battled through that. Um, he gets on base, bases a Lotus, Stallings is up. Boom. Crushes it. Three runs, double Pirates win. This is a good game. Looks terrible on strike two. <laughs> No, that's the same line. You ain't lying there. <laughs> that's what I was about to say. It was a hell of an at bat because I mean he got down 0 2. He looked bad with strike two. It was a sinker that ran in on him and he kind of just swung and got tied Ooh. up. He didn't really he, know what he, he did. gave like, the Trevor Bauer sword. Yeah. So <laughs> it was it was a bad so he was in it was in the hole 0 2, had already looked silly once, and he was able to then Foul off some pitches. He got it back to two and two, I think is where it ended up at. Um, and he got a pitch down in the zone and laced it down the left field line. Three run double. I mean, the guy has been clutch uh, this year and this was just another example of it. So yeah, that was, I mean, I mean obviously that was the difference in the ball game right there. Was that, was that, uh, was that a bat? Yeah, sure it was. Yeah. And you know, you're right. I, he, he he has been kind of clutch this year. He's kind of taken over to a degree that Kevin Newman clutchness that Newman just like randomly had. <laughs> Even right. last year where he was terrible, like coming in the pitch hit or, you know, he just happened to be the last batter up and the game was won by Kevin Newman. I don't get it. That's kind of how Stallings has been this year a little bit. He's been kind of clutch. He's having a really good year. I mean, I know you guys have told me a billion times while I sit here and say he's meh, but he's having a very good what? year. I mean, what Tyler, <laughs> what look like you can't deny that he's having a good year. I do. I think he's that good. No, but he's somehow 
not hitting like Chris Stewart, which is fully what I expected. That's a good point. There you go. <laughs> that's that's about as much praise as you'll get, I think, from <laughs> and from Tyler. Look, that, throwing the guy out at second base on a ball that gets away is that's sidearm is that was a hell of a play. There's a lot of good defensive plays in there. There was, yeah, that 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 was big, and then really, on honestly, they should have really even. And then he would have had the other caught stealing too, but uh, Newman was it Newman. was it Newman or was it Frazier? Yeah, Newman popped out but, of Newman's yeah, glove. Pop just popped out of the glove because that I mean that that should have been an out. Yeah, pretty much everyone had a good defensive play other than Jazz. <laughs> yeah. Well, Jazz well, made it look good. Jazz, I yeah. mean, he had, he he had made some it look good pretty. looking plays, but it just didn't end up actually getting Except out. for the one Reynolds smoked at him. And... Oh, I was going to say birdies, too. I mean, he got an out, but when Birdie just like fell throwing the ball, <laughs> that, yeah. Yeah. that also wasn't too pretty, but it worked at least. But And let's talk about our old friend, Starling Marte returns. Seemed as if every ball was going to Starling Marte today. Um, and you know, because he's not a liability, he was making the outs, but that's another story. Freaking Colin Dunlap. What a loser. That, but anyways, I actually, I actually want to say something there. Cause I kind of sort of defended Colin Dunlap earlier today. I mean, earlier in the week, but like yes. today, today he was just being an annoying little shit. And I was just like, shut the hell up. You are just today. He was just going too far with it. Like, just shut up. You're wrong. Just own that. You're own. Take your L and just shut up. Like he didn't have to say anything. Um, but he was. I'm yeah, sorry for the people listening to this too, because like, we have to bring this back up again. But it just it just fires me back up. It, it does. <laughs> and I know it's going to sound like here I am talking in front of an autographed jersey, telling Marte. Like, I, I just I don't know. I'm not really that guy. I don't. I don't really get attached to players. Like people ask me, my favorite favorite part player is. I'm just like I don't really know. I guess Marte might be one of my favorites, and I have that. It wasn't really that I have that because I love him, and he's like my favorite. Blah blah blah. It's just it was actually a good price, and that's why I have that up there. <laughs> you know, that's part of the reason. But I want to say like this to Marte. Like take the the glasses off. It's not like this fan fandom and you know i'm a fanboy whatever talk about marte it just it is what it is like marte was a good player and for him to talk and say like marte was a liability and talk about by contract standards which is the dumbest thing i ever heard in my life he's a liability because he's the highest paid player on the pirates well he's he's undervalued like he's underpaid if he's in the free market right now he'd get a lot more than that contract is worth but somehow he's a liability that's just the dumbest take you get paid to talk sports and you like you said Jim you keep double downing it and owning it and here we are now two three layers whatever time frame it is and he's still talking about Marte like what an idiot anyways I digress yeah. I've been fired up this week by some people I, you, you the have old, been fired up the old week. NS9 is coming back out I feel we've been too nice lately <laughs> See, I'm the call no, tonight, which is shocking. But he was he was just pissing me off. He was quote tweeting everything with like just random gifs, gifs, however you want to pronounce it. We've had that argument before. Like gifs. So it's a G. Your random, your random gifs of Marte making an error. And it's like, yeah, the dude played outfield for 
eight years, he's going to make a few errors, but he also won two gold gloves and was like statistically the best defensive outfielder the Pirates have had since like Roberto Clemente. So just shut up. Um, God. Yeah. He was, he was annoying tonight. Right. And like you said, like he posting the gifs of, you know, Marte making a bad play. I'm like, I can play his game too. I follow Mookie Betts with the Dodgers. Like, you're going to happen. He's been here playing baseball since 2011. You think there's not a play he screwed up? But yeah, you're really owning everyone on how terrible you are in your analysis of Stalling Marte. Just looking like a fool. Yeah, Stalling Marte. The Marlins are so pissed they have Stalling Marte. I'm sorry, Tyler. I'll stop. Go ahead. (laughs) Oh, I got nothing. I mean, it's. It was stupid when he said it's stupid now. I just take it with a grain of salt like I do every other analysis he has. Yeah, but the have at least high, not, high blood pressure if you take every stupid take you have with salt. Yeah, I mean, at least he's not like, oh, I already do. <laughs> at least he's not like <laughs> out here criticizing mental health stuff. I mean, it could be no, worse. No, no, at least he's that. not doing that. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> But yeah, no, Starling Marte. Starling Marte. Marte. He was fun, fun to watch. Um, It was, it was like, and it was one of those things where, like, after one or two innings, you were like, "Oh yeah, I remember this guy. He was fun." Um, He's the same guy as he was before. He he struck out a few times at the plate. He made things look easy in the outfield that probably wouldn't have been easy for other players. And um, I think he finished one for four today. Would have been two for four if it wasn't for that Hayes play. So. No, he, he's. I agree with you. He was he was one of my favorite players, um, and, and he was just there. For, I mean, he was there throughout that whole rebuild process, right? So it was kind of like once Marte came up, okay, boom. Now the team was really good. So it's hard to not have some sort of attachment to a player like that. Um, I mean, someone was it you, Donardo was. Who, who put like Marte's war and then Jason Bay's war or some, someone put that up today. Someone was, put that up. I quoted that to say, yeah, yeah. it was. And what, it was like, Bay has everybody looks, war, I think. Yeah. Like everybody looks at Jason Bay and like absolutely loves him. Well, Starling Marte was the far superior player. Um, if you compare the two, just head to head. Why don't we love Starling Marte? Yeah. Marte either. Right. And he was around on winning teams, good pirates teams. So, Right, because everyone, well, truthfully, because everyone expects him to be the next Andrew McCutcheon, and he's just there's only one Andrew McCutcheon. But yeah, but like even Andrew McCutcheon wasn't expected to be what Andrew McCutcheon I know. became. Also, you know, yeah, I know. But once McCutcheon became McCutcheon, yeah, Marte yeah. was supposed to be the next McCutcheon. Polanco was supposed to be the next McCutcheon, and the, yeah, the the 2020 outfield. Not year. I meant the 20, 20 home run, yeah, yeah. 20 stolen base outfield that was supposed to happen. That never happened yeah. in baseball history. And then that, that outfield never happened. <laughs> right. Never happened. Right. Yeah. No, I'm with you. And and the just to put it out there. So I quoted that tweet saying how since 2012, Marte is the 34th ranked uh, player in all of baseball as far as war goes. So, again, to speak about like starting Marte's career has been it's been very fine been very no it has been fine i I take that back because the way jim's used fine on this show that's almost like an insult he has not been fine he's been actually very good uh and and honestly like there's been a lot of comparisons by myself and tyler i know you've been included in this somewhat as well with the whole Marte verse freaking bryce harper you know 
I know the, the career path directory is a little bit better now. Uh, I should say it's better. It, Bryce Harper's taking another level right now. So it's a little bit different. But there's a lot. Of, there's many years where you can look at them and say they're the same player. You know, as far as like production wise, they're, they're both about a three to four win player. And Bryce Harper gets all the love, all the talk, and there's Tony Morte that is a liability to the Pirates. <laughs> so one guy signed for three hundred million dollars, and one guy is just playing for the Marlins on like twelve million right now, fifteen million, whatever it is. Anyways. Man, uh, I mean, let's let's be truthful. One guy is Bryce Harper. One guy's Dominican. I'm not going to go there. Uh, I know that. <laughs> I will. That's thrown out if we're talking about lot. Shane, then yeah. Yes, for some people, I'm sure. But just <laughs> I just think like it's just a terrible take because it's just from a terrible analysis. But Marte got like pulled down by a few dumb decisions really early like baseball dumb decisions where everyone thought he had an awful baseball IQ and then everyone just hated him it's not as if those didn't happen He's not, no they happened I, I know they did you know and that's why I said like he was to Jim's point as you mentioned like right when he like you watch him again it was like man like I do wow I do watch, like miss watching Stalin Marte this guy was fun to watch now there was times he's frustrating, and not just the bad plays like that, but you know when you would see like the pitch three feet off the plate that he's swinging at. Sometimes like that would also frustrate you. Yeah, he had some frustrating moments, but overall, like the play, the player he is was a very good player. You know what he didn't do today? What didn't he miss do? A damn, miss a damn sign like Eric Gonzalez did, because that's who I'm assuming missed the sign because nobody's buttoned two zero. <laughs> Are you sure? Whoa, guy on first down one, you're not bunting <laughs> with the guy stealing. <laughs> That's one of the dumbest things I think I've ever seen. Well, not that dumb. We just did just watch Will Craig do something. But. Yeah, I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure what that play was. I, there had to have been some sort of mix up on signs. I don't I don't think it just didn't make any sense at that at that point in the game either. You gotta be one of the dumbest players to try to bump for a base hit 2 0. Or you miss a sign. Yeah, yeah there, there was something this mixed up there. Yeah. I say, or you're Kevin Newman. Like, I, I could see that possibly happening. That that might be the best outcome. <laughs> Kevin Newman not based I mean, upon. Yeah, because it's not like Kevin Newman's gonna do anything other than single, anyways. Best case right. situation. You think he's gonna single? That's what I meant. Best case scenario. <laughs> Don't pop up. <laughs> pop up? <laughs> Wait, what? Chopper. Okay, sorry. He's going to chop it to Hopper. There you go. Um, okay, so the game. So let's start. I mean, I know we started, but let's let's go ahead and get this over to the pitching side. So, so Anderson goes and starts today. Um, it's been some route, rough outings for him, right? So what do you take about this start? I know it's the Marlins also. It's not the best team in the world. But they're not the Rockies either, right? This isn't like where it was Brubaker and Keller over this weekend facing the Rockies. And because they shut them out, you didn't know if it was good or just the Rockies suck. So it's a, it's a, this is an MLB offense. We'll put it that way. So what's your take on Anderson's uh, start today? I thought he pitched fine. I mean, really, he shouldn't have given up three earned. Clay Holmes did his job. He came in, got ground balls, and I mean, really, I can't really complain about it. The velocity was where it really should be, and 
he did well at affecting hitters timing really he's he was fine in Jim's words fine yeah I agree um especially the first five innings I mean he was mowing pop-up ads um but no, the first five innings, he was just rolling through the lineup. He was being super efficient, not throwing a ton of pitches. Um, Marlins really didn't get much going on. Um, and then, yeah, in the sixth, got into a little bit of trouble. Um, and then Sheldon just straight up just pulled him, didn't even really give him the chance to get out of the trouble. Um, I think at that point, he'd only thrown 75 pitches somewhere in that area. Um, but it was a close game, so yeah. Sheldon you know, brought in, brought in Holmes. And, and like Tyler said, I mean, Holmes did the job. Holmes gave up some really weak contact. You would have liked to have seen Holmes maybe get a strikeout or two in that situation, um, but got weak contact. It just the first time it was just too weak, right? Didn't even get to keep mm-hmm. Ryan Hayes quick enough for Hayes to make a play at the plate. Um, so his only play was at first. And then the second, you know, weak contact just squibbled through um, the right side of the infield. So, you know, two runs ended up scoring, um, but all in all, I thought he—I thought he looked good. Um, overall, it's a fine start, like Tyler said, fine start. Five in a third innings, three runs. It's not a quality start, quote unquote, but mm-hmm. it was—it wasn't—it wasn't bad. Yeah, and like I think too, like it's—it seems like a pattern. You know, like zero walks today. No home runs. That was a plus two because he's starting to give up the long ball a bit. No home runs, zero walks, five hits. You know, solid outing. You know, it was a nice bounce back. I'll still say bounce back. A nice bounce back uh, from his last start. <laughs> Buckle Mike just said Tyler's dropping in number two. Yes, Tyler just left. <laughs> He's back. It was a quick one. <laughs> I have to go yell at my dog real quick. It's cool. I just took a I just took a sip of Truly and I just spilled it all over me. Oh, you know, I have the Bud Light <coughs> Seltzer. I've never tried it yet, but it was buy one get one. Not bad. Uh, I've had it for like three weeks, I feel, and just have yet to put it into the fridge to try one. I need to do that. I got a uh, 30 rack of yeah. bush light that it's about gone. I'll just continue drinking water. <laughs> Me but too. yeah, like I, I, I was, I was not say impressed, but it was good to see Tyler Anderson um, have the start. It was, it was okay. Um, Howard, though, once again, like just. Howard is like, he's the real deal. I don't know. I don't know how to say it. Like, he's just, he's a whole different. He was good last year. Like, he was that nice surprise last year. And, you know, you're going to give him every opportunity and chance to be in the bullpen this year. Um, And he has just done the damn thing. Like, I know it was early in the season. It was like, wow, he's striking out. Like, his whiff rate's like 50%. You know, how incredible is this? And he's still, like, sustaining it. Like, here we are now, and it's June 3rd, and he's still doing this type of stuff. This is really good stuff, man. Rockies. Yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> no, it's kind of crazy. He Because it's, it's not like his – he doesn't, like, overpower you with the fastball, but it's – I mean, his, his average velocity on his fastball is, what, here, 93.6? I mean, so it's like nothing – Special, especially out of you know bullpens nowadays. Um, his his slider is not even 
a good pitch according to Statcast, like in terms <laughs> of movement. But like it, 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 no one can hit him. It's it's pretty it's pretty crazy. Um, it, I think we we touched on it a little bit earlier, but like he's just shown really good command of his pitches, yeah. um, and especially that slider. Like if you look at the heat chart on the slider, like he's throwing that slider exactly where he should be throwing his slider. And that's the thing with with pitching and hitting. Like no matter no matter how good of a hitter you are, if the pitcher makes his pitch, you're probably not hitting it right. Um, regardless of what the pitcher is throwing, if he's locating and commanding his pitches and doing what he wants with them, there's not too many hitters who can who can really do anything with that. Um, and that's what Sam Howard's done just all year long. He's he's executing his pitches, doing what he wants to do. And hitters, even though this stuff isn't overwhelming, because he's doing what he wants to do with it, they're not able to to to, to do anything with him. The pitches. He's still walking like twenty percent of the batters he faces. Though. <laughs> yeah, like that's, that's a, a bit of a, that's a bit of an issue. But it's almost he like is. I mean, totally totally different styles. But what I'm what I'm going to yeah. say here is that that's almost like Crick, where at the end of the day. I'm not talking this the year, but when he was, there. When he was yeah. good. Yeah. You know, like at the end of the day, his walk rate's up, but the only guys that get on base are the ones that walk, you know? And that's kind of like with Howard. You know, he, he has like this high walk rate, but I can live with it because that's pretty much the only guys that are getting on base is who he walks. I mean, is that, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, but at some point, is, Bruce is going to come home to hatch there. You can't. Yeah, I mean, at some at at some point, if he's not executing his pitches, right, and he say he walks a batter in a close game, and then next thing you know, you leave a slider out over the middle of the plate, and then it ends up ten rows deep, and you know, in right field or left field, then yeah, that's that's when the walks start becoming an issue. Um, I think relievers can sometimes get away with it, you know, as opposed to starters, just because they're dealing with such small sample sizes all the time. So it's like you can actually kind of get lucky as a reliever, you know, more often than than not. Um, you can also Jared, get unlucky as a reliever. Jared Hughes made it. Yeah, it Hughes made a career way. out of it. Yeah, I mean, it could be the other way too. But I think as long as he's executing the pitches and not allowing hitters to hit the ball hard off of them, and, and I mean, if they aren't hitting the ball hard off them that they're striking out, then I mean, it's working. I'm cautiously optimistic on him, mainly because the strikeouts are there. Like he's still Kaying guys at an insane rate. So you can right. kind of live with the walks. It's not like he's dancing through raindrops with balls in play. He's still getting the K, but those walks are eventually either gonna come back to bite him or he's gonna have to take care of that. And I guess what I'm getting at, like, like I get that. You know, uh, I'm not what you're saying is absolutely true. I mean, a, like if he walks someone, gives a home run there, there's two runs. I get that part. But like, I guess what I'm getting at is like how I mentioned with Crick with Howard. I mean, he's only has, he's averaging 4.3 hits per nine, you know, like he's not allowing hits at all for the most part, kind of like how Crick was, you know, like the only guy is getting on. So if you really look at the guys that are getting on base, whether it's a hit or a walk, he's still probably below average than pretty much everyone else out there. It's just his come via walks opposed to hits on most other guys. You know what I mean? I'm just curious. Now I'm going to look at how many balls have been put in play against him. <laughs> it's probably not many. 
Probably like not. 35. 35. <laughs> it's a walk hit or home run. 35 batted balls. And hitters are hitting not very high often. So No. Um, do, we, do we have a three true outcome pitcher? I mean, that's fine. A three true outcome pitcher would, <laughs> no. would work out really well because <laughs> you're not going to score too many runs if all you're doing is walking and getting hit by a pitch. Um, so I, if, if that's who he is, then that's fine. Uh, and his walk rate is is in the bottom 1% of the league. So as, as, like Tyler says, that is a little concerning. It's also twice where it was last year. So I wonder too, like if, if that's kind of an anomaly because that's actually a lot higher than it's been his whole career mm-hmm. like he's normally hovered in like the 10 11 percent range um and now it's jumped up to almost 20 the strikeout rate though is is nice 36 percent, top five percent in baseball um so as, as long as you're striking out that many people the occasional walk isn't going to hurt you as much let's give it up nine hits and three of them are homers <laughs> yeah that's, I mean, yeah. that's percentage six, wise not six, good, but six most earned runs and given up nine runs. hits all year. So, yeah, that'll play. All right. So, yeah, there's uh, Samuelson, Howardson. Um, yeah, I mean, Crick did come to the game again today. Like, Tyler, you had some discussion on him earlier. I'm in agreement. I mean, go ahead and tell us about Crick. Yeah, so if Donardo wouldn't have been a moron and forgot about the good, bad, and ugly, Kyle Crick might have been my ugly. Because the way he is pitching right now, we're a is team here. Ugly man, one moron, we're all a moron. <laughs> Unless man, it's you, Tyler, then it's you. The the way he is pitching right now is ugly, especially the last two games. Walks at it. He he basically hit two batters last game. This game he comes in and. It does not look like he knows where that ball is going. The second pitch he throws hits the backstop. But man, there's movement on those pitches. <laughs> it's just where the hell is that thing going? And he's getting the results, so it's hard to really like we just talked about with Howard, it's hard to get mad about it, but once again at some point it might become a problem. Yeah. I, I mean at least Howard and- is in control. <laughs> Crick yeah. just isn't yeah. at all. And I feel for every person that walks up into that batter's box because that's got to be a scary thought when you see Kyle Crick on the other end, you know, on that pitcher's mound. Mm-hmm. And he has no idea where he's throwing it. So you sure as hell know you don't have an idea where he's throwing it. So <laughs> beware. He's. he's- He's got the whole effectively wild thing going on right now. I mean, that's that's basically what it is. He doesn't know where the balls are going. The, the hitters don't know where the balls are going. The slider is moving just an unbelievable amount. Like, unreal. He's got 10 inches of, of, of horizontal movement on his slider. It's arguably... I haven't looked at recently, but I think when we last checked it, I think it was the best slider in baseball. Like it was, that's, that's where it was. Um, so it's, it's, he doesn't know where it's going, but it just moves so much that at times, as long as it's just somewhere close, the hitter's going to just swing and miss at it. 
he is getting on the mound and just spinning the shit out of the baseball. Yeah, I mean, he throws that slider <laughs> almost 60% of the time. I feel like in his brain, he just goes, you know what, let's just see what the spin rate's going to be and let's find out where it goes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what it looks like sometimes. <laughs> but you are right. This, I mean, it looks really, really good. It is. Like, the eye test looks good. When you look at the the numbers and everything, like it tells you it's good. But when it's two feet off the plate, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, it the moves first crazy good, but that's not going to do you any good either. That first pitch he threw, I was like, oh, shit, he hit another batter. And then it's like just drops right in. I'm like, ew. Yeah. And then the next pitch, he hits the backstop. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's Kyle Crick for you. He also hasn't given up a single. He's only given up three hits this year. <laughs> like, that's kind of insane. Um, is that my reading you that off. right? Am I reading that right? You probably are. I could look, but I, not to cut you off here, but I was talking about numbers. Yeah. Actually, what's funny too is like his walks are down this year, opposed like for the past two years. Also, I mean, guess is he hit this year? Probably more than is allowed. Only a couple. <laughs> he's hit three guys, and he's allowed three hits. Yes, yeah. Jim. He's allowed. He's allowed three hits. No one has hit. Uh, ha, no one has a hit against him against his fastball. By the way. That's a Will Croft stat right there. Hitters are 0 for 14 against his fastball. Um, They are 3 for 28 against his slider. Um, It's it's insane. His slider has a spin rate of 3,300. Yeah, that's just crazy. Fine talk. I don't, don't, yeah. (laughs) We're going to get into a topic here in a second soon shortly I'm, I'm sure as well but like, what was it what was it today by the way let's just look and see what it was today if i just want to also curious. legal like that's just crazy we should just like have one week episode of jim looking at stat casting going look at this stat <laughs> it's right. it's crazy I, I love stat so much so today God, there's a lot of pitchers used today. Um, I'm still scrolling. Okay, so his slider today was averaging. It was actually above 33 average. 82. It was above. Yeah. It yeah, maxed out at 3526. That's insane. Dear Lord. Insane. Dear Lord. <laughs> I mean, how do you honestly, how do you truly, how do you spin a ball that much and not throw that hard? I don't know. I don't know how you do it. That's how he ends up with the the, I don't, the I don't highest know he knows moving how he does slider. It. It's how you end up with the <laughs> highest moving slider in baseball, I guess. Someone get this guy on Pitching Ninja's podcast so I can just see the grip. Just for fun. Or North Shore 9, that's fine too. Yes, there you go. Yeah, what are you doing, Tyler? You moron. Yeah, but he asked better questions. Well, step your game up. <laughs> Oh, don't worry. I'll black out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the, the pitching today, again, Kyle Crick, like, just is doing it. We're still kind of just, like, not sure how, but it, it works. Like you said, the effectively wild is the best way to put it. That's exactly what he is. Whereas, like, Howard is, he's in control of this stuff. No one can hit it. 
but he still walks people. He actually, walks, that's, that's what's funny is like I guess if you think about it, he walks more than Kyle Crick. How? Yeah, I don't I think know. Probably, you watch, you know what you I think it is? Pitches like uh, no. It's probably because Crick's stuff is just better. Like power, they're both throwing they're balls swinging. out of the strike zone. It's just yeah, with Crick, they're swinging more. Maybe I don't. I don't know. I mean, you got it's got to be it. I mean, I'm sure we could look into it here, not right now, but Good it's just Lord. funny. I like, wish yeah, like, Howard perfectly like his plan is to a T. I really wish Francisco Liriano was like a rookie right now. Why? With Statcast and the way the game has changed, that slider would be so unreal. That's a guy. I know you. I've talked about this before, and it's not really like the guy. But you know how they always have like, if you could change one person's history or take away one person's injury, I'm sure there's plenty more. But like that also is a guy. I'm I'm real intrigued. Like what Francisco Liriano could have been, like had he not that had that Tommy John earlier, and like then his career just went like down the hill, and it was revived with the Pirates again, because he was so nasty coming up like, with the Twins. That change up and slider combo. Plus, you had the younger Francisco that threw upper nineties. Mm-hmm. God, he would be fun right now the way the game's played, where it's. it's to try to elevate. I mean, like Santana. And we don't care if we strike out. Liriano. Yeah. That was that was sexy. <laughs> when guys are actually trying to put the ball in play. Yeah. But It'd anyways. Fun. I don't know how we got there. Maybe we should get back on track. I, yeah, my bad. Jim's just um, scrolling down. I'm literally just looking at spin rates and sliders. I knew it. I knew it. (laughs) (laughs) Tyler. So like, it's done. Like, (laughs) like, so like Trevor Bauer, for example, who is like, you know, world renowned at using sticky stuff right now. Um, Kyle, Kyle Crick slider is 300. It's like about 350 RPMs more than Bauer's. Like it's 10%. It spins 10% more than Trevor Bauer's. I mean, more renowned is relative compared to Garrett Cole. But I'm just saying. And Bauer's slider is in the is in the dark red when it comes to, to movement. So Crick, I mean, that's a good slider. And Crick's is outspinning it by 10%. I, I guess I'll put it this way. To Jim's credit, like, I think Garrett Cole was, like, the poster child. Like when the whole Astros thing blew up and everyone's like focusing, and of course us being you know in Pittsburgh market, that was heightened to an extreme extent also. But I just feel like Trevor Bauer has definitely taken a whole other level. Like he's made this—I don't know—cool's the word, but like to the common fans, even like, oh wow, yeah. this is a thing, and like what he does and spin rates and blah blah blah. And I mean, I do—I love Trevor Bauer. I think he's great for the game. Yeah. See, I was talking more about like sticky stuff. Oh, well, Garrett Cole's slider, 2,700. You were segueing. Tyler was segueing. <laughs> Garrett Cole's stuff, 2,700. It's about six. It's about 20% less than than, how, than, uh, than Kirk's. Was that like a week ago, two weeks ago, before Memo got sent out? This is uh, over the course of the year. About a week yeah. ago. I wonder how that changed. Yeah, over the course of the year. And, and Cole's slider also in the red. Yes. Yeah. But, Probably changed recently, though. Those RPMs have uh, 
have been dropping a little bit here. I wonder if there might be any correlation because MLB did uh, impose something today. And there was an article that we'll talk about a little bit here also. But uh, yeah, MLB is like really attacking this. We discussed this before the season because it was known that you know MLB is going to be checking baseballs and monitoring stuff. And they're really looking out for the sticky substances and the legal stuff and blah, blah, blah. Because these pitchers and like they were going to use StatCast. Jim, you should have applied for this job. They were going to use StatCast to monitor to see in game if there's like differences in spin rates. And I think all of us kind of felt like, yeah, hooray, MLB's doing something. Probably nothing going to really come out of it. But here we are today. MLB has pretty much announced like they're on it. If you are caught using, I say this loosely, you know, this illegal substance, you're, you're going to be suspended 10 games, right? I s- still don't know yeah. how and who and when and how, what, and this is going to be enforced and what they're going to utilize to, to do it with and all that. I guess that's still out there to be found and seen, but sounds like they're doing it. And Garrett Cole pitched today and he got lit up and his RPMs were down. <laughs> It is going to be interesting to see the first person they get, right? Like, because it is, I mean, it, it who, who was it who said it was Schilt the other day um, for the Cardinals? Um, it, it's the dirty, quote unquote, dirty little secret, right? It's not really much of a secret anymore, but everybody does it. I mean, it, it, it's blatant too. Like, one, if you're actually looking at the broadcast, you can blatantly see almost every pitcher do something. Whether it's going to their glove, touching something on their glove, touching something on their hat, right? Everybody's using this stuff, right? So, and that was the point in the Cardinals game is like, okay, everybody's doing this. Why are you picking on my one guy, right? They took his hat. They confiscated Mm -hmm. the guy's hat. It's like, everybody's doing this. Why are you taking my guy's hat when you're letting everybody else do it, right? So I think that's what's going to – it's going to be a problem because at some point they're going to get that first person and they're going to suspend them. And then you're going to have all these coaches – you're going to have their coaches. You're going to have players union maybe even be like, hey, you allowed us to do this forever. And all of a sudden you're just telling us we can't do it anymore. And if we don't, we're suspended 10 games. 10 games is a pretty substantial suspension too. That would cost a lot of people a lot of money. the players' union is not going to be too happy about ten-game suspensions being thrown out now randomly to people who have been doing this thing forever, and baseball has just been letting them get away with it. I agree, and I mean, money-wise, yes. As far as performance, I mean, as a reliever, it's a little bit different. As a starter, I say one start because you'll probably just start the eleventh day. You're really not missing two starts, I'm sure. You know, but that's still a start that's gone. Um, as a reliever, that's still 10 days. That's, that's a big thing. I mean, if you had, think about, think about this team if they didn't have Rich Rod for 10 days. You know, like even as a Pirates, yeah. if they didn't have Rich Rod for 10 days, well, that's it. Like the, the three games that the Pirates could have won, <laughs> that's, that's out the window. <laughs> so, and speaking you know, of, Rich, that Rich is, Rod is one, Rich Rod is somebody who, like, if you are looking, he's a blatant, <laughs> blatant user of this stuff. <laughs> so it's, it's kind of crazy to see just I, I, I'm just curious to see how to where this goes because it is an issue like 
you've got these pitchers who are now spinning the balls unlike they've never been able to spin them before. And baseball's main problem right now is hitters can't hit the ball. How do you fix it? Well, let's have the pitchers not spin it as hard. So it's it's an easy it's a, it's a fix that they could do. It's just a matter of okay, are, are without they changing the, the game. Yeah, are they going to have the guts to actually do it? I think it's one of those things you got to enforce at some point. But you, I like the way it's been where it's just if it's blatant, then yeah, let's do something about it. Like back in the World Series when Charlie Morton's going into his mouth every pitch, touching his double bubble gum. Like no shit. Or like guys just going to the glove all the time. But like sunscreen and rosin, how are you really going to enforce that? Guys wear sunscreen. Rosin bags on the mount. Good luck. Yeah, now that's true. And I think so maybe... As since we're talking about this, maybe Jim, you want to, you're the one that brought up the article. If you want to bring that up and maybe discuss what a person who has us blocked, by the way, wrote about. He doesn't have How does Travis Sochik block us? Like, I want to talk, I want to have this out here well. on the public as well. I, well Travis Sochik has us blocked. I don't understand why. Like, there's plenty of people I'm sure that have us blocked um, because of the old NS9. I'll put it that way. We've been a little bit calmer now. And it's probably been no, also to put that out there, it's probably been no, like, there's definitely a direct correlation. Ryan's no longer with NS9, and we've been calmer. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you haven't noticed, a lot a lot of the chirping that happened from NS9 started from Ryan. So, <laughs> and then if you look at his personal account now, since he doesn't have NS9, you probably see that Ryan was the one that instigated a lot of shit. But with that said... We never had, like, we never talked anything bad and negative with Travis Sawchick. And now I find, like, we're blocked because I couldn't see the article that you presented, Jim. With that said, go ahead and talk to us about that article. Before we do that, can I just mention, I had dead leg when I got up and I battled through it to get to my beer. So you're welcome. Good job. And if we're going to say that, to Hank's point of view, point today, right? Talk about injuries. Guys are just too muscular. You need more body fat. So you're able exactly. to fight through it. I've yet to be injured for many years. Jim? I get hurt a lot. <laughs> yeah, but guess what Jim does? He plays softball. Dork. It's the other guys that are falling in the outfield, not Jim. Yeah, that's true. I don't fall in the outfield. That's true. So there yeah, you go. My, it's a proven fact. My, my knee, all kinds of messed up. Those who can't but, do teach. That's why I coach. <laughs> I digress. So to go into to Sachik's articles for the score, by the way, I didn't know he was working for the score um, or maybe he's just a freelancer in the scores who picked this up. So, but the score.com um, really well-written article, tons of research, um, just a good job of reporting on an issue that is very prevalent in the game today. Uh, so if you haven't checked it out, check it out. It's definitely worth a read. It's not like the quickest read in the world. You're not going to be done with the article in two minutes. Give yourself five to 10 minutes to kind of take it in. But it's a lot of good information um, that he goes through. And essentially, he went to a uh, like a, like a pitching academy um, with uh, himself and two college pitchers and kind of just tested out different concoctions, you know, and, and what, what it means. So 
Um, so they, they kind of established a baseline, throwing pitches with nothing on, and then they started just using a bunch of different stuff. And, uh, you know, we, 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 we talked about sunscreen and rosin, right? You use sunscreen and rosin, they use pine tar, they use, um, you know, more sticky stuff than that, right? They use damn near everything other than flex seal. Yeah, I mean, they used, they used, <laughs> they went through one, two, three, four, five different concoctions, basically. Flex seal. Ranging from like less sticky to more sticky. And the results were incredibly, like, they were substantial, right? Um, the, the, they were substantial on sliders, they were substantial on fastballs. And what makes that important is the more spin you put on a fastball, right? The more it looks like that fastball is rising to a hitter, really just means they're it's not dropping as much, but it looks like it's rising, and that's going to lead to more swings and misses. Um, same with sliders and curveballs. The more spin you put on the ball, the more that ball is going to move, going to lead to more swings and misses. So you've got this issue now that clearly it's happening where you've got these pitchers using these foreign substances that are illegal. They've been illegal forever. Um, but baseball just really hasn't done anything about it. And now it's to the point where it's Reminds so prevalent. Reminds situation, by the way. Yeah. Right. The 90s. Yeah, um, yeah exactly. Um, this, it's just this time it's having the opposite effect that that situation <laughs> had. Um, so you have this situation now where it's so prevalent in baseball, everybody's using it. They even have a, a point of this article where they started FaceTiming a minor league pitcher. And the minor league pitch, because they were like kind of confused on how to use some of this stuff. And the minor league pitcher was basically walking them through step by step. It's like, oh, no, no, here's how you do it. You do it like this, right? That's how we all do it. Um, so it, it's something where, like, it's it's being used. Um, it's not a secret anymore. And it's affecting the hitter's abilities to put the ball in play. And that's what we've been complaining about this whole time is we need to see more balls put in play because everything right now, it's like they're either hitting it hard and it's going to be a home run or they're completely missing it and it's a strikeout, right? We need some of the other stuff. Um, and and this, is con- this is directly contributing to not having the other stuff. So yeah, maybe instead of moving the mound back or lowering the mound or whatever it is we want to do, let's just enforce the rules that we already have. Let's just and- not cheat. <laughs> yeah, let's just not cheat and do what is already in the rule book and see what happens there. So I think that's um, yeah, that's, I, I'm really curious to see where they go with this because it seems like everybody's doing it right now. Everybody's doing it, and that first on, person guys. who gets everybody's doing that, it. That first person who gets hit, you know, is going to kind of be like the the sacrificial lamb. And then I, I'm curious to see kind of just where it goes. Is it something where they just can? Do they continue to enforce it, or is it something where like remember back? 10 years ago they they made up that rule where you couldn't leave the batter's box right <laughs> and it lasted that, two weeks it lasted <laughs> yeah. two weeks right and Theodore then they were like said, who cares yeah watch watch me <laughs> yeah they were like who cares we don't care anymore right um so it, it, it's just curious is, is this something that baseball is going to actually enforce and enforce consistently and 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 actually make a change to the game or is it the flavor of the week they're going to do it for a week. They're going to do it once or twice, and then they're going to they're going to stop. I mean, is this what just ban pine tar from dugouts? Well, yeah, it affects the hitters a little bit, or just let the equipment managers 
handle that part of it. Yeah, but if it's equipment managers that are handling that part of it, I know. Then, well, then put you're a like damn near a trillion dollar industry. Just throw someone in the dugout to be like, let's not do that. Wait, what? They're already hire somebody, pay <laughs> yeah. someone else on payroll to do something. No, Tyler, oh, we're that, in the wrong hey, that, We're cutting people. Throw someone in the dugout, throw someone in the clubhouse Tyler, just to watch and make A's, sure, hey, they're not putting pine tar on their glove. The A's oh. can't afford sandwiches other than cheese and lettuce. The Cubs no, can't even go to hotels. And you want to hire someone in a dugout. <laughs> you have a point. Anyways. That's true. We've got we've got teams serving their players cheese on Wonder Bread. <laughs> Uh, I, don't, I don't know if Wonder Bread's even it. God, they might be hoping for Jesus. Wonder Bread. But really, though, why, why don't you just throw someone in there to monitor it make sure they're not putting it on their glove? Check their glove before they go out every inning. Who cares? Just if you really want to stop it, do that. So well, I think I the issue think that you're going to have with like in-game, with like in-game enforcement is it's still going to take away from the whole pace of play thing, right? Like, Do it in between you, innings. We have long enough commercials. Yeah, they put your glove in a lockbox. Yeah. Literally, just have a guy. <laughs> it's it's before a the inning. Key. Oh, yeah. Have the pitcher go out there, show him his glove, go to the mound. We're done. But what about the hat? And what about the arm? Or Check what it. About whatever next Don't is going to be, be. You know? Or like everybody that has long hair that goes that back there all the now, time. Now every pitcher's wearing stirrups. And it's it's in their stirrup, and they got to fix that point it. Every... It gets very obvious. It just keeps falling down, man. I can't help but have these five X stirrups. <laughs> the equipment manager doesn't have any extra that fit. At some That's point, the thing. It like obvious. It, it's even really obvious right now. It's That's, just they don't care. You yeah. I mean, okay. You even have it like on the broadcast. They're picking it out. Yeah, and, and you, if we right. can see it. If we can see it from our TVs, then like you can see it sixty feet away. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's the thing. Either enforce it or don't. Well, and I think the thing is here. I mean, we're talking a lot of like, here's what we do, and uh, it's in baseball's hands. I'll let them handle it. I guess I'm just more curious if they are going to or not. It it seemed as if they're making a stance again before the season started. They said they were going to do something. Here we are now on June 3rd, and they're enforcing something. They're implementing. So it's like we're at least on this pattern. It sounds to me like they've probably gotten it way. They've gotten enough data, plenty of data to support. There's a lot. There's widespread stuff going on. And it just sounds like that's definitely it. And now players are even coming out. Like Josh Donaldson today on Twitter said, like, trust me, I got a video galore. Who do you want to find out that's mm-hmm. cheating? You know, like the people are speaking up about it. It's definitely out there. It's It's known. So I guess my concern is like, is baseball going to actually handle it? I don't know how Donaldson, to find out, but Donaldson got into it with I think Dallas Braden on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, and I kind of agree with Braden where it's there is a line with it. Like as I said earlier, sunscreen and rosin. Right, that's something you really cannot enforce. But like when we're putting damn near flex seal on our fingers, that's another thing. 
And that's the thing. Like, it seems like more and more pitchers are doing like yeah. the flex seal stuff. It's like, it, that's, that's where I don't know why I said to. flex seal earlier, but because it works. The, right. Cause we're pushing, it's just, they, they're just pushing and pushing and pushing the button further and further and further and seeing how far they can go. And these balls are now spinning at rates that are just insane. Um, I, I, somewhere in the article here, it, it actually says the difference between was, yeah, like how, like how much a, a ball spun. So say, a four like, seam fastball yeah. with a spin rate of between 2250 and 2350, which really isn't much, especially these days. Balls are hit 264 at batting average. When fastball is greater than 2500 RPMs, there it's a 217 batting average. So that's a huge drop. And like Jim pointed out earlier, and we've all talked about it, like the balls in play is an issue. The pitchers. They, the one thing analytics and the science behind stuff is is, is being able to prove this stuff. Like we can see effectively and efficiently how to pitch now and what to do. Like to a science, right? That's not even like a figurative term. Like to a science, people know how to pitch now, and they have those numbers. And if you're going to achieve that, and you can't. Well, then just add a little substance, and now you're there. And it's not so much. That, that's why I keep talking about this too. Like what. <clears throat> I'm going to stop myself from a tangent. But just hearing launch angle, launch angle, launch angle. Everyone's all the launch angle. All the hitters. All we were about is launch angle. And it's like, look look at this. Like The pitchers have such an advantage in today's day and age. The pitching is so damn good. And if they're allowing cheating, you have the numbers here to support it. Like The batters are such that you can't hit in this this day and age. You know? So you're seeing like almost a 50% drop off, 40% drop off. You know, with the spin rate, and, and pitchers now can at- obtain that, and that's it. Game over, batters. So I'm all like, I'm all for this and seeing these numbers and everything. Like, if we want to help the game, if you just stop cheating, we don't have to <laughs> actually change the game. And I'm for it. And it's gonna yeah. suck for the Yankees. I'm not saying Garrett Cole is gonna be a bad pitcher by any means, but like the Yankees paid three hundred and thirty million dollars to get Garrett Cole. And the $330 million man they, they purchased, they, they spent money on, isn't going to be the Garrett Cole that can't cheat if they truly do enforce this. They and got the Pirates of, version, not the Astros version. <laughs> and speaking of, of videos and cheating, there's the video again going around today where Garrett Cole lightly touches his hat, the two fingers, and you see the, the discoloration on the hat right there. And as he lifts his fingers up, the bill comes up with his fingers. You know, like... Here's a hat. If I do this, the hat's not moving. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he did this and the hat came up with his fingers. Talk about flex seal. Well, oh, and I mean, we've out. all Look seen. At Look at that again. Oh, good we've idea. all seen the, we've all seen the Yachty clip of the ball <laughs> yes. actually yes. stuck to him. Like, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't happen. What that, do we need? That's like against the rules of physics right that's um, not sunscreen so, <laughs> that's not sunscreen yeah sunscreen and rosin that's not sunscreen. <laughs> and um so yeah i mean it's it's so prevalent and and just another stat that i wanted to share so in 2015 20, so this is just six years ago the average slider had a 2100 rpm spin rate right this year mm. it's at 2458 so the RPMs per miles per hour has jumped about 
five, which so which means you're now looking at sliders today compared to sliders six years ago. Six years, right? That's nothing Sli- in terms of baseball. Sl- sliders are spinning twenty percent more now than they were six years ago. I mean, that's that's not like a little thing. That is a substantial number that 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 has occurred just in this recent time frame. Um, and and when you look at it, that's that's when we started seeing this whole uptick into way more strikeouts, right? Um, it's it's just it, it's now gone to the point where like we've reached a tipping point. It's getting out of hand. We know what the problem is here on the pitcher side of things. Let's just again, let's just crack down on this thing. See if we can bring baseball back to 2015 and see if that fixes it. Yeah, I think it comes back to the cheating kind of went too far. It's the same thing with the asterisk where when you start using cameras and technology, it goes too far. When you start using stuff that's not readily available, it goes too far. Because like you mentioned, like rosin and sunscreen, I mean, that stuff has been around on baseball fields for 100 years, right? Have pitchers been using that throughout history? Yeah. And it at least didn't contribute to numbers like this. But then once you get into more advanced technology and stickier concoctions that these pitchers are making, like Garrett Cole, I mean, there's a text thread with with a guy that he has that like there's there's this special thing that he hey guys, uses. I got, right? I need help with a sticky situation. Wink, wink. Yeah. So like he literally he has like there there are special concoctions being made now specifically designed for this thing. That's where it's gone too far. Um, they really, I mean, it just needs to be cracked down on. It, the rules are already there in place. Just enforce the rules are already there. Yeah. Something I wanted to bring up because I think this this is where it hits home in this sense, and not to throw this person under the bus by any means. I mean, it's not even throwing him under the bus, but there, there was a trade that was made. Speaking of Francisco Liriano, uh, with the Blue Jays, and I think this is like about the time where spin rates started becoming s- somewhat of a household thing. You know, like people understanding and learning like their, what the spin rate is and the meaning of it, and you know, Chad Hutchinson. Shout out to Daniel Neal. Big, big Tennyson fan, right? Like the trade for that. Um, he was kind of like, again, not the poser child, but, you know, for the Pirates world, like the spin rate, the spin rate. Like he's got great spin rate. You know, he's going to come to the Pirates. They're going to fix him. They're going to change him, this and that. But like, if you're looking at Chad Hutchinson, right? And the reason I use that is, again, like he was like the first, I think, person that really I tied spin rate to in that sense. Chad Hutchinson's spin rate in 2016 on his slider was 2584 and like this was the poster child guy this was like the guys look at this spin rate 2584 what did we just say about kyle crick his name was drew did i say chad you said chad yeah it was drew i said daniel so or (laughs) you did say that was one of what you said daniel about (laughs) who's chad oh i'm thinking of chad hermanson Chad Hermanson is I think Chad I, Hutchison was a quarterback I thought I, I, I think I have I, no I idea who Chad that. I have no idea who Chad Hutchison is Chad Hutchison. I think he was a quarterback for the Cowboys I think and I think it was Hutchinson for him obviously there's not too many Hutchinsons Drew Hutchison so Drew Hutchison <laughs> which is actually my brother's name 
Uh, Drew Hutchinson, yes. <laughs> uh, average spin rate, 25.84. And again, Kyle Crick, like we're talking about 33. Like he hit 3,500 today. Like a whole thousand RPMs higher than Hutchinson's average. It's just crazy good now. He still stunk. He, he did. <laughs> he did. <laughs> that one didn't work. Out. Much like how, yeah, he was bad. Yeah, yeah he was bad. M- much how how evil Neil thought Adam Fraser couldn't hit and was a bad player. He he missed out on Drew Hutchinson as well. Sweet. Chad. Chad, yes, Chad. Chad Daniel Drew Hutchinson. Same as Kevin Stallings. Kevin Stallings. And and uh, Howard, what did I say? Hudson Head? Howard Head. Or, Howard yeah, Head? I don't know what you say. I don't know. It's, no, you said Samuel Hunter said. Head. Hunter Head. Hunter, oh. yes. Hunter Head. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> ah. We love names on this show. So anyway. I go with them. But yeah, I mean, I think like, we, we 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 talked about that the spin race stuff. It's just it's out of control right now. And as I said, read that article if you haven't. Really, really, really good article. Really well written. Good reporting. I love those long pauses where me and Donardo catch eyes, and then it's like, all right, just wait for Jim. Yes. he'll save the day. <laughs> and because Jim's like always awkward, it's like, all right, yeah. So. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> So I'm not looking at you guys. I'm like I have stuff up. Yeah, we know. I'm you're, not looking you're at you looking guys at Statcast. At I'm you looking have at Statcast. 18 <laughs> tabs up of 18 different Statcast yeah. pages. By the way, uh, Chad Hutchinson was a former quarterback for the, for the Dallas Chicago Cowboys. Bears. He played for Dallas. I feel oh, like no, it was uh, the Bears and yes, and the Cowboys. Right. Also, a right former MLB pitcher for the St. Louis Cardinals. For the Pirates. Uh, never mind, not the Pirates. Am I thinking of Drew Henson? I don't know. Or Drew uh, Henson was Michigan. I don't know. My brain's Wait, broken. that's right. I remember this dude. This is a guy who played football like 10 years later, wasn't it? I think Tony Romo was around, like replaced him or something in that time frame. Yeah. He was in that really bad 2002, awful stage of he was a 25-year-old rookie. Drew Hutchison's only 30 years old. No, we don't want him. <laughs> Not anymore. I wonder what he's up to again, Tyler. Not, just purposely not going to say anything. Fine, I'll break the ice before we lose everyone listening. I'm not going to like, what's happened to my podcast five app? times. <laughs> what's wrong with my app? Uh, yeah, so I, I guess is there anything more we need to talk about on that article? No, but Drew Hutchinson's in AAA for the Detroit Tigers. Are you serious? Yeah, he's actually a start. He's in the starting rotation. He's made five starts this year. I know he's still in it. Was he with the Phillies? I feel like the last I remember seeing him was he with the Phillies. He, he was, was the Phillies, actually playing for the Phillies, yeah, in 2018. Mm. I didn't know he's still around. How about that? Great job, Chad. <sighs> Daniel. Whatever. 
All right, this is this is close on bad. <laughs> we just we can't stay on track on anything. All right, that article. Anything else to say about the article about baseball and cheating? Let's go hand in hand. Maybe next time we'll think before he cheats. Who, if I had to, if you had to bet money on the first person to get hit, put on the spot. It's going to be someone that's not worth anything. Yep. See, I don't know. It's not going to. It's not going to be anybody worthwhile. I bet. It's going to be some like middle reliever on the Orioles. I was going to say, like, you're familia if he's even still in the league. <laughs> he's going to be the sacrificial well, so, lamb. He's going to get called up for one game just so they can bust him. There <laughs> we're, were four, we're, we're talking shit, were, but it'll uh, probably be like Rich Rod. There were four minor Actually, leaguers yeah. suspended yesterday. Actually, I didn't even know that. Are you serious? Yeah. Four minor leaguers suspended yesterday. Two were in the White Sox organization. Ooh. It's going to be Rich Rod. It's going to be Keichel. Or Crick. It's definitely going to be Keichel. MLB is going to White make a Sox. stance. Like, that's how we're also going to get back at the Astros. Yeah. White Sox, Giants, Rangers. I'll have hmm. minor leaguers suspended 10 games. Interesting. And minor leaguers don't have a union, so they can't even like appeal it or anything. Of course. I mean, they're, they're lucky they to just get have to take the it. bread. But don't touch. Can't even get them on MLB. The That's show. true. They're suspended ten games. That's probably like two hundred dollars worth of pay. Like, I wonder if, like, do they do they have it's to like find a fourth their, own... of their <laughs> income? Do they have to find their housing like for the week to two weeks or whatever? Like, do they get do they get food and and housing? These were all A ball players, by the way. They were all in A ball. Wow. Yeah, Buckham, I said uh, Contreras. Let's let's hope not. No Ronzi Contreras. There's enough players going on the IL for the Pirates and their minor league affiliates. We don't need suspensions now, too. But I don't know, Tyler. I don't know, Tyler. Like, you say that, and I got a sneaky suspicion. Like, it it will be Rich Rod. It has to be. It's going to be Rich Rod. (laughs) Rich Rod's spin rate went up today, by the way. So whatever they said, Rich Rod was just like, screw, Rich Rod was just like, screw you guys. I don't care. He, he's he, in honor of Colin Dunlap. I'm just going to double down. I'm going to get more yeah, right. sticky situations on my fingers. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to put it on my left hand too. Just, just to be safe. <laughs> um, I mean, it's kind of obvious yeah. when you're spiking curveballs. <laughs> Well, Rich Rod just doesn't even throw anything but a fastball, so. And not even that well. <laughs> it does Actually, spin, so what, though. What his was fastball his spin today? Spin. So that, his fastball is normally 25.83. Okay. Today, it averaged 26.70. So about 100, 100 more. This show's clearly, clearly off the rails. <laughs> All right, so we'll be back next week. The uh, the Pirates play the Marlins again. Um, we got an interesting rotation lined up. I'll say Will Crow did get sent down. Brubaker's back. 
but uh, not going to be starting. I didn't see him. He's not lined up to start this weekend, right? Brubaker has to go through COVID protocols after he came off paternity. Still a thing. Yeah. Get vaccinated. Well, well, the Pirates aren't at the 85% yet. Yep. But they hope to get there soon, which is what we've heard every week for the past 12 weeks. So (laughs) we'll see what happens. All right. So we'll catch you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Peace out, Scouts. See ya.